Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. Anyway, but what I wanted to bring up though is like, okay, so... They moved this from the June schedule, which, I mean, I think it would have come out on June 20th or 21st. It's the same weekend as the Child's Play remake. Okay. For reshoots. Oh. Hmm. I, I, I don't know what they reshot, because it was already oh. going for the R rating. Megan Navarro did a set visit, and, like, she was, like, one of her articles was from the get-go about the gore in the movie. Because this movie doesn't feel hacked to bits to me, like, like, say, the Black Christmas remake. There were a couple scenes where I was, like, I felt like they ended too soon, but it wasn't on, like effects it was like an actual like dialogue where i was like oh like i feel like there was more to this scene than the, than what we got what, what we just saw but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a hack job to me though no it feels trimmed for pacing mm-hmm. or maybe some studio notes along the lines of mm, can we move this along we need to get back to some of the scares like i could easily imagine that there is more to all of these backstories but they would all be character moments not scares and that's the thing okay Let's say there is a lot more footage with these characters, and we have a two-hour grudge movie. Yikes. I, I know. I'm like, well, would I want to watch that? I don't know. Because I don't know. If it, I don't, if it helps with these characters, I think Muldoon is probably the least interesting character to me. We haven't even talked about fucking William Sadler, who gets oh the... Oh, my God. Who gets the pristine line delivery of, that house has been grudged! (laughs) (laughs) I want that on a t-shirt, and I want it on a mug, and I want it tomorrow. I cannot believe they kept that in the movie. That is obscene. Uh, Also, Actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the scene where she goes to visit him in the mental hospital, and then he gouges out his eyes is a reshoot, now that we're thinking about it. That's actually true, because my, my question the whole time was, why hasn't he been killed yet he's been grudged why isn't Mm. he dead and there's even the suggestion that he sees something behind her when she's interviewing him in the room yeah like no he's also been in the house like he has he he has the curse Mm -hmm. being in an asylum is not going to protect him no i'm actually wondering if in some other derivation he just shot himself in damien bashir's car and just died i'm willing to bet which would make sense because, and that's what I thought was was happening because it was like, oh, cool, he's killing himself because he'd rather do that than be killed by these ghosts and become mm-hmm. part of the grudge. Which again yeah. makes sense, and it's super bleak. But no, then we come back to him. And he's been Mason Vergered, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, he looks like a cat. Is that the intention of these prosthetics? Um, if y'all don't know who Mason Verger is, he is a character in Hannibal, um, the TV show and the movie, played by Gary Oldman in the movie and Michael Pitt. In the show where he has been forced to cut off his own face and feed it to his dogs so he's horribly disfigured just like uh william sadler in this asylum yeah you know what i feel like we have totally nailed this i'm 100 percent sure that those are reshoots mm-hmm. so that means i can fall back on my previous argument that means that this movie did not think we were smart enough because the whole point of their conversation is for him to be like you said foot in that house you get grudged which again we're treating this as a cycle People that are going to see this have probably seen the old one. Probably. I mean, again, I don't want to generalize, but probably. But it does bring up a good point. Like, do we need to have a conversation about the value, the benefit of trying to capitalize on an established franchise or name brand and then spending your time 
trying to make sure that 19-year-olds who were too young to see it originally are still going to know what the fuck is going on. Like, we keep doing this. (laughs) 